listening to the coffee hour i'm sarah golseth i'm Andy bates maybe you've seen in the news or you've talked with some friends and family who live in uh, the midwest specifically iowa illinois area about the derecho that went through uh, several days ago that left uh, quite a bit of destruction in its path uh, maybe you've been affected by this as well we're going to talk with uh, reverend dr ross johnson director of lcms disaster response today about Oh, the, the communities that were impacted, the churches that were impacted, and how disaster response is uh, responding to this. Thanks, thanks so much for joining us today on the Coffee Hour, Dr. Johnson. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Andy. So uh, first, tell us about uh, the areas, the communities that this storm impacted. Yeah, one of the things that we don't realize is the power that this derecho had. It crossed multiple states. A lot of times we think of tornadoes as being bad or hurricanes being bad. But this really was a, a, a couple hundred miles long of winds that were Category 3 strength. Now, it didn't have a funnel cloud, so we can't call it a tornado. But the wind damage was massive, especially in the Iowa East area around Cedar Rapids, where we have a lot of population that lives in that area. And not only was there home damage, but there was property damage, tree damage. Virtually every home had some level of tree damage. I was there a few days ago touring and making an assessment of the damage in the community. And just about every single home had debris from their yard taken to the street as people are trying to clean up the yard damage. Many homes were destroyed as well. And not only that, there's a lack of electricity. Some people lost electricity for days and some people they're thinking will be without electricity for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. What are the communities that were impacted by this storm? Uh, Mostly in Iowa, is that correct? Mostly in Iowa, but we've had about 11 hotspots across the northern Illinois district. Our alert teams across Iowa and Illinois have been busy working doing disaster response, chainsaw response work for the last four or five days. Now, when we think about what's going on, it's not just this as an event that's happening, but it's this on top of the economic disaster that we're going through, the coronavirus disaster that we're going through, the civil unrest that we're going through. So as you can imagine that it's not just this natural disaster, this derecho, the storm that went through that's affecting people's life, but the stress level that these people are already under, it's absolutely overwhelming. It's just one more thing, as I said, that tree damage, the structural damage to homes, to schools, the buildings, schools not starting at all because of the school damage, but also not having electricity in the middle of summer for a couple of weeks. And that alone can be absolutely overwhelming. So we're seeing that people at their breaking point, and that's where we as the church, when we go in to help people with their human physical needs of how do we help them clean up their yards or get this tree off of their house, how can we also be the light of Christ, bringing the gospel of hope and love to people that are absolutely overwhelmed by the brokenness of this world? Because quite honestly, Andy, this world right now is not offering very much hope. It's offering a lot of sadness, uh, depression, brokenness, sorrow, but it's not offering a lot of hope. This is where we as Christians, we come in as the light of Christ, helping in a time of a crisis, but also bringing God's word of comfort. 
Thanks be to God that you're able to do that and to bring the word of Christ to these people who uh, are obviously uh, struggling with a lot of things all happening all at once uh, right now. Now, you mentioned that uh, this mostly went through Iowa, Northern Illinois. Um, those places are are primarily rural farmland. What are some of the specific or unique ways that this storm has uh, has devastated the, the farmland? Well, as we were touring the area a few days back, uh, you just see silo after silo completely destroyed, corn everywhere, uh, corn in the fields laying down flat. Most of it was broken stalks. Uh, a lot of it will not be recovered. So you have a lot of farming loss uh, and, and the cleanup is massive. And so when you have every single homeowner almost cleaning up their own property. It makes it very difficult for neighbor to help out neighbor. Now that is happening, but we are calling on our chainsaw alert teams, our early response, Lutheran early response teams from multiple areas and states that are local to make that four or five hour drive to go into the Cedar Rapids area to help out. We have, uh, in, in most of our districts, we have trained chainsaw workers that will do relief work, but we do it completely of no charge to the homeowner. And they'll go in, they'll get trees off of uh, houses. We have uh, uh, heavy equipment that will come in. We have skid steers, we have bobcats, we have cherry pickers, those buckets that go up on a lift that can bring trees down in a safe way. We have an extensive training program that our Volunteers are trained in so that they can respond in times like these at no charge. We were at one member's house and they, he got an estimate of $18,000 to get two trees off of his roof. Now, that's not mm -hmm. uncommon to hear in a time like this. Well, our alert team, our chainsaw teams will go in and within two days have all those trees his, off of his house. We'll cut them all up. We'll take them to the street. No charge to him at all. In the midst of this crisis, this is one way that we can show the love of Christ. A little bit of good news uh, to those who are undergoing so much. One thing that people don't realize very often is that when a, a wind event happens, when trees fall down in your yard and your property, uh, blocking your driveway, drop, blocking your, your way of in and out of the house, that's not covered by insurance hardly ever. So all of those costs are completely up to the homeowner to cover. That's why our, our trained alert chainsaw teams are so helpful and appreciated when this kind of an event happens. You mentioned you know, all of this happening in, at the same time that we're experiencing other challenges in our country. How have the, the other challenges of uh, the, the coronavirus pandemic impacted um, volunteers being able to help out during a time like this? Well, there's a lot of uncertainty with ch state laws that are constantly changing, whether it's you have to quarantine when you cross straight state lines, you have to quarantine when you come back. I was just talking with somebody uh, from one of our districts in the South, and they thought, man, it's pretty hard to, to rally together chainsaw uh, troops to go up to Iowa for a week and then be told that you have to take another two weeks off of work just to be able to uh, quarantine, self-quarantine at home. So th th it makes the coordination of these efforts very difficult. If it wasn't for COVID-19 and the restrictions uh, and the possibility of, of illness, we would have many, many more people that can go. And we're very thankful for those volunteers that are there responding. But everything is more complicated. 
uh, in a time of COVID right now. Just as I think people that, that are, are your listeners are realizing nothing is easy at this point, but people are stepping up. People are responding in the name of Christ. And it's great to see people's faith in actions, people showing their love, not just with words, but also with deeds. And, and, it's, and right now, uh, what encourages me is not looking to the news, not looking to everything that's happening around us, but rather looking to Christ and, and looking to scripture and being comforted by that. Andy and Sarah, one of the, the scripture verses that's been been giving me comfort, and I hope for your listeners as well, as you're feeling overwhelmed watching the news, to open up your Bibles and read that chapter, Psalm 46, where it says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Though we will not fear, though the mountains be moved into the heart of sea, though the waters roar and foam, though the mountains might tremble and they are swelling, there is a river whose streams make glad like the city of God, a holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, and she will not be moved. God will help her as the morning dawns. And it's great to remember that that God is present. He's always present, and He is our help. And we don't have to go through this life alone. Not only do we not go alone, but we go along as a part of the body of Christ here on earth, where our church is here for us, our pastors are here for us, our fellow Christians are alongside of this. And the alert program is neat because you can see in the midst of this chaos, God's people coming together and responding, helping in visible, tangible ways, saying that you're not going through this alone. We're here to help. We care about you. We're here to show mercy. And when we respond as the church through our Lutheran Early Disaster Response teams, we're not only helping Lutherans, we're going into the community and letting people know that there is love, there is Christ, there is hope, even in the midst of this brokenness. And we pray with people and we share the gospel with people and we give them a hope that a lot of people are not feeling these days. They're feeling hopeless. And, and our hope is a sure confidence that, is there, that we have a Lord, a God, a Savior who goes through these times with us, that doesn't abandon us, that we're not alone when it feels like we are so alone in these situations. That's why we comfort ourselves with scriptures, the things that don't change over time. And even when our mind is playing tricks on us in the news, in the daily notices of all the things going wrong in this world hit us, we're reminded that there is a God and that there is something greater and bigger than just ourselves and that God is going to get us through this. Uh, and one of my, my favorite verses is, is Psalm 23, verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. A lot of people might feel like they're in the valley of the shadow of death, but God is getting us through this. I know that this segment is, uh, is coming to a close soon, Andy, but I want to remind the listeners of our website. If they want to find out more information about LCMS disaster response, if they want to give to the work that is being done, it's lcms.org slash disaster. Once again, that's lcms.org slash disaster. And, and as I mentioned earlier, when I was with that elderly couple and they were absolutely overwhelmed, $18,000 in damage, they were so grateful for the work, the tithes, the donations that people have been giving to make this work happen. We have just about a minute left. Uh, what is the outlook for the churches and and schools uh, that were affected by this? 
Well, we have a couple of congregations that have significant tornado, I'm sorry, wind damage. Thankfully, they are insured. The difficult thing is they're probably looking at two years of, uh, of recovery. We have a Lutheran school that their gymnasium roof is literally gone. The, the entire thing is gone. Thankfully, there is insurance. Uh, but the, the the drawback is it's two years of wrestling with the insurance company con- contractors to get it all rebuilt. And they have significant uh, yard damage with the debris and and um, trees down. And that's where our volunteers are coming in to help out with that uninsured loss that people have with down trees. We are all out of time. Uh, so if, if people want to give or learn more, they can go to lcms.org slash disaster to learn about all of those things. Thank you so much, uh, Pastor Johnson, for joining us today to talk about uh, the wonderful things that LCMS Disaster Response is doing to bring the word of Christ to people who really need to hear it right now. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Andy. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. I'm Andy Bates. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.